The Pre-Game Proverb, a biblical way to start the day. Here's John Raynor. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 16, God says, Better to have little with fear for the Lord than to have great treasure and inner turmoil. Now, what that one is telling us is that it is better to get by on what God has provided us than to have a lot of money and always being worried about money all the time. And you look at rich people, they're truly never really happy. They're always watching their back, thinking that somebody's trying to close in on their money. The rich person never really enjoys their money because they're watching over their shoulder. They got failed marriages. Uh, A lot of times uh, they will leave their spouse for a uh, a younger uh, companion, and that usually produces enmity with uh, existing kids. And it just, your kids end up growing up and they don't talk to you. It, It just, it wrecks families. Uh, money does. A lot of lottery winners actually end up being more unhappy after they won the lottery than they were when they were poor before they hit the uh, the jackpot. So uh, that takes us back to the original verse. It is actually better to have little with fear of the Lord. Now we unpack that for a minute. What God is telling us is that it is better to live a righteous life, a life that is pleasing to God and to get by with the things that God has put in our lives. In much of our lives, we have truly, we do truly worry about money. You know, there's debt. Debt consultant Dave Ramsey even says that we waste money trying to impress people that we don't even like, which is absolutely true, but that's a different story. But the reality is that we truly do worry about money. And what does God say about money? Well, Christ tells us, especially as it relates to, to worry, what does God say about worry and money? Uh, Christ tells us in Matthew chapter 6, verse 31, so don't worry about these things, saying, What will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and God will give you everything you need. Now, let's zoom in on that last part. It says to live righteously. That means to live a life that is pleasing to God, a life that honors Him. You do that. You trust in God. God gives you the things you need. Now, operative language there, the things you need, not necessarily the things you want. There's nothing about a new Cadillac Escalade in there. But God is going to make sure that you don't go hungry. And this happened when Jesus sent his disciples out. They did not take a bunch of fancy luggage, no chariots with spinning hubcaps. They went out with the clothes on their back, and none of them starved. God makes sure that his children have the things that they need. And going back to riches and wealth, we truly spend our whole lives chasing this stuff. And in the end, none of it means a thing. You can't take a fancy house with you. And all this stuff, it's going to rot over time, just like our lives. Our, we do, our bodies. We, we age. Uh, that's what the things of this world do, is they age and wither away. But the next life, the life that comes after this, it has no end. There, there is no uh, aging in that life. It's, it's eternity. So the question is, Will we spend our lives living to please Christ who died on our behalf, or will we toil away in the pleasures of the flesh that ultimately dishonor ourselves and God because most of the time they're built on pride and vanity, and God tells us in the Bible those are two things that he absolutely detests, uh, the proud and the vain. And then one day, us being proud and vain, we will have to answer to all of that to our Creator. And it's a scary thought. But there are two certain things in this life, they say. There's taxes and then there's death. We're all going to die, some of us sooner than others. And what happens next? The only true thing in this world, the only certain thing is 
Christ, who came and died for us. And you got four guys that completely corroborate all of this, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. you got countless prophecies that told us that he was coming centuries before he actually got here, just miraculous details that only a divine intervention could figure out. And that is the truth. That is Christ, and that is the central theme of the gospel, that Christ came, the creator of the universe. He entered time, and he died on our behalf to bear the brunt of our sins. And when we put our trust in him, those sins like pride and vanity, those are forgiven when we repent and confess those before him. And that is the, uh, that's the gospel of the Bible. Now, that might be something that you struggle with, Something like unbelief in this postmodernist uh, world that we live in, you know, especially Gen Xers when we were growing up, that stuff was drilled into our brains. You got to question everything and assign some uh, uh, theory to it, uh, which is completely un- unproven too. You know, there's no prophecies backing up these theories that they're teaching our kids in schools, but that's a different story. Um, but if it is something you struggle with, unbelief, uh, la- lapsing into trying to explain things away, being wise in in our own minds, uh, the thing you can do is pray. You know, you don't need to do it in front of a lot of people either. God actually says, you know, when you when you pray, don't do your prayers in public to uh, impress other people. Do them in private to impress God. And if you seek God, uh, he, he will open his door to you. And if you do struggle with unbelief, uh, with the gospel and the things that uh, Christ came and he did, uh, you know, please, please pray for those things. And, and that's really important to do because this life, it's passing fast. Nobody knows when we're checking out. You know, the riches in this world, the, the wealth and stuff like that is meaningless. It doesn't mean a thing. But God's kingdom is eternal. So confess Christ, repent, and uh, that is the, uh, the theme of the Bible. All right. Uh, take care out there and be safe. God bless you. The Pregame Proverb with John Rayner. Look for it on all podcast platforms and have it delivered to your smartphone. The Pregame Proverb with John Rayner, a biblical way to start the day proud partners of The Bar, the Biblical and Reformed Podcast Network.